people peace how we feeling fee we feeling it out i'm with that <laughs> thank you all for tuning in to another episode of soul affirmations with felicia and kariga with kariga and felicia and kamali kamali here playing on the floor <laughs> and the listeners yeah on the black love podcast network yes so grateful for the black love podcast network i had a chance to reflect today just about the opportunities to tell stories, to continue to tell stories is so important, so powerful, not only for the storyteller, but also for other people who are connected similarly. I want to write that down really quickly and make note. It helps me find my way. This is so funny. Uh, as you're writing that down, I just want to make a point. Kamali is very much here and she's crawling under the chair of course. <laughs> right now. Of course. Of course. <laughs> and she's moving the mic. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> this is how she wants to get down today. I love it. And she's all good. Like so, it's y'all. Like, <laughs> it's so fascinating because her ability level and her cognitive level changes so quickly. And I know it's what all parents say, but you know when they say like they grow up so fast. I thought that meant like they physically grow, and I'm watching her grow. Like wow. Nah, that John is happening. Nah, it's cognitive, man. y'all. It's behavioral. <laughs> it's cognitive. She is getting with it, like under the table. When this yeah. has never happened before, and this today, is, yeah, today is the day. All right. I mean, we could hold her, but I know that she likes to play on the floor, so I'm letting her play in her designated area, and she is now expanding her area of Can't play. She take keeps her expanding shine. it. It's Can't like nobody each day. hold her down. No, no. Oh no. <laughs> She's got, got to keep, keep on moving. moving. That's yes. it. <laughs> That's it. Speaking yeah. of moving, let's. Can I give the affirmation today? I would like it because I, I was trying to find one. And I like I said, I'm filling it out. I haven't found it. <laughs> I know what you mean. I'm uh, I'm open. My nose is wide, wide open. <laughs> wide open. Still wet behind the ear. <laughs> Which also, I want to bring that up too after you come up with this. No, I think it goes before. It goes before? <laughs> yeah. Wet behind the ears. I never understood that phrase. Never understood it. Until I picked up Kamali. Off the floor as she was laying on her back and she was wet behind the ears from all the drool that had rolled behind her ears. And I was like, oh, and that's what they say. say, You still wet behind the ear. I never understood. Like my ears ain't never been wet. I don't know what you're talking about. Except that they probably were at one point in your life when you was drooling on something. I ain't drool. Mm. Maybe maybe breast milk. (laughs) It's like when you're washing dishes and a little bit of water rolls down your arm and instead of dripping off, it decides to go all the way down your sleeve. <laughs> and then it's like, the God, who, wow, gravity yeah. working yeah. against me. So, so <laughs> filling it out. Go ahead, baby. Where are we at? I think today I want to read from your Soul Affirmations text. Mm. And as Felicia said, trying to figure it out. I was trying to find it out too. And I'm going to say something. I had trouble yeah, finding exactly to say how I feel. And I don't think it's because I can't express how I feel fully. I just think it's like really 
multi-layered and complicated, but I want to start here. Okay. If you have your soul affirmation text authored by Dr. Felicia uh, for Mothers Investigating Grief's Process, we're going to read from page 54. Page 54 reads, I can find gratitude even in my grief. Yeah, Kamali. I can find gratitude even in my grief. My brokenness isn't blinding. Mm. Hmm. I can find gratitude even in my grief. My brokenness isn't blinding. I think something I just found in this text, Fee, operationally, I feel like when I get to make room for my grief, yeah, come on, it's okay. I can find gratitude in my grief. I can find gratitude even in my grief. My brokenness isn't blinding. I think the world has heard so much from me. I've heard so much from myself about gratitude, but I don't mean for it to be disillusioning. I don't mean for it to try to dissolve other feelings. It's just the feeling that I hold on to to help give me a compass in this world. Like without gratitude, it's hard to even maneuver the world. It doesn't mean that I'm not also experiencing other things. And today I'm really experiencing a lot of the other things. Mm. But my gratitude is still present to help navigate those other feelings that can feel very disorienting. <laughs> this is, I love it. I love it, Kamali. I love it. You must really feel what I'm saying. But I feel so many other things. Gratitude I won't let go of. See, that's the thing. I won't let go of it. I don't, I, I don't like life without it. Mm. So I won't let go of it like I won't let go of love. But it doesn't mean other things aren't always happening. And how about this? My brokenness isn't blinding. I'm not blind to the fact that I also feel sometimes sad. Yeah. I also feel uh, sometimes like multiple complicated feelings and they're hard to articulate. And mm -hmm. I feel like I've been mm -hmm. holding them in my mm. throat, my vocal cords this week. As vocal as I am about the feelings I have, mm -hmm. I think training myself to have gratitude, it wasn't like a, dis it wasn't like a, a delusional gratitude. It must remain. But I feel many other things. Mm. And sometimes it's hard to explain them all. Or it's even hard to find them all to know like why they're so present. Let's be very clear. I understand that we've been blessed to have Kamali, who even features on the podcast <laughs> uh, right. from a couple episodes. With, right her, with her copy of Soul Affirmations right now. That's what she's fussing at. The reality is Kamali brings me so much joy and feeds my gratitude. And Kamayu has taught me so much love through the experience of grief. But some days it's just, it's hard to hold them both. Some days it's, ex it's a little exhausting to hold them both. Uh, the feelings, mm. not both of my children. Oh, even though parenthood can be exhausting, let's just name that, right? Oh. But it's not exhausting to hold my children. It's challenging to hold them in this world the way I want to. 
And it may sound like a loop, right? It may sound like I may have said this before at some other point in my journey. And the fact of the matter is I'm constantly intersecting with feelings, trying to make sense of them. This is a perfect example, okay? Yeah, let's use it. This is a perfect example of what it means to be present for Kamali Mm -hmm. and to love that job more than anything in this world, right? The challenges, whatever. And... It's late September and Kamayu's birthday is approaching on the 30th and it is increasingly challenging Mm -hmm. to hold space Mm -hmm. for her birthday the way I desire to or at least the way I want to right now in my head. I wish I knew exactly how I wanted to do it. But it's challenging Mm -hmm. amidst life and raising beautiful Kamali. and the work to be well, right? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. a lot. Absolutely. And today it feels like You feel that. it like it. Yeah. yeah. Ah, and and I've been feeling it for a few days, you know. Um, I say this to you whenever it comes up for me. I'm feeling it in my body. I'm feeling it in the emotion of anger, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been feeling angry that this is the reality again. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm very much happy to have Kamali present with me, but it it doesn't change the the feeling of wanting Kamayu as Sim- well. You know, absolutely and simply, it that particular affirmation took me a long time to get to, bro. I don't know if you remember the I don't. Honestly, yeah, I, I it don't took a long, it took I, a long time to get to, but I also don't even remember the first time that I felt gratitude, but I remember telling you that I felt gratitude. I remember. I remember. And I think it's 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 challenging to me because gratitude for me has been this thing that I have framed as my as my compass, my truth, right? Cause I I don't want I don't want a life without gratitude. Let me just name that. But my gratitude isn't the only thing that I have. I have other feelings that I'm still working through that are complicated. And yeah, today's the type of day where I can just feel all of them. So like, I keep the gratitude because I don't want to lose the ability to experience the joy of having Kamali. Yeah. Um, She deserves my joy. I deserve her joy, you know? I don't know. If she knows what to do with a sad dad, hmm. she hasn't seen that person. Mm-hmm. And I'm not afraid to show her that, but there's nothing cognitively a you know a baby can do. Right? Spiritually, she's strong. She's definitely freestyling all over the place in this episode. <laughs> and I want y'all to know that nothing is wrong. This is this is actually her just responding. Because I guess nobody's on FaceTime to talk to. Yeah, but it's you said my you said my fine gratitude, even my grief, right? My brokenness isn't blinding. Mm-hmm. Well, just like it isn't blinding, like blinding doesn't mean I can't see good things. I can only see bad things, right? So if I'm not blinded, that means I can see all the things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So in this state of emotional being, I can see 
Kamali's face and the smile and the joy. Mm-hmm. And I also can see the Facebook memories right. of where we were in the pregnancy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. two years ago this time. Mm-hmm. And the joy we experienced. I read some words that I wrote that were just so challenging. It was the uh, post that talked about um, how we would be sitting when Kamayu comes home from. Oh, I remember that when she came home from prom or something like yeah. that. How we plan on to be. <laughs> and I remember, you know, just just saying we were get, preparing to meet her. Yeah. And then words tore me up because I met her. I'm grateful for it. And nothing was as planned. Nothing. Yeah. And still working through that real time is one of the most fascinating things. Mm-hmm. These people can see good days. It doesn't mean it's all better, right? It just means that like it's better days have come along with the other ones. And I think that's important to say, right? Um, I don't know what someone else is thinking when they see our family now and how it looks now. Mm -hmm. But I do know that there are a lot of comments about how we look now. Right, how we smile now. Mm -hmm. And I recognize that it looks like all things are well and that we're feeling good. And and we are. Yes. Right. But there are still the missing of Kamayu present. You know, it it's wild how my love for both of them presents itself. You know, I think parents have even talked about when they're having another child, they can't even imagine how their love could expand for the next child. And I couldn't have imagined it either, even though I have experienced loss. What happened or what didn't happen was Kamayu did not feel the hole that Mm -hmm. Kamali did not I do this all the time but I like that I do that Mm -hmm. (laughs) Kamali did not feel that hole or that feeling of emptiness that remained when Kamayu left Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. in fact that place is still reserved for Kamayu and cannot be filled except by me talking about her Mm -hmm. And finding ways to be present with her. Yeah. Well, I'm grateful that I recognize that. So grateful again, See? right? It's, it shows it's, up. It's a trip how it, but it's not a band-aid. Like gratitude isn't a band-aid that says, I don't have other things. Right. I have gratitude among other feelings. Mm-hmm. And we know that life is wide enough of a road that both can exist at the same time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just hard to share with somebody who is complimenting your smile mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. your heart still aches. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm glad I found my smile too. I do want to see me smile. Mm-hmm. And I do love the smile that Kamali brings and her little smile when her little tongue is up. <laughs> I love, I love all those things. I love a little, I love a little dimple in her elbow. Right? <laughs> Don't talk about that dimple in my baby's elbow. <laughs> and and my heart still, it's still finding its way. Yes. It still has aches. 
and today they're they're real. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'm not afraid of those aches anymore. For sure, I'm not. For sure, I'm not. And I'm not afraid to show my joy either. I remember feeling like I couldn't up until that point of writing that. Mm-hmm. Like honestly. <sighs> The path that it took to get to that place, I did not even want to take it because I did not want, I felt like if I, if I get there, that people would try to rush me back to a baseline of happiness or that people would think that all is well and I don't have to talk about Kamayu the way that I was and hold Kamayu the way that I was. I didn't want to. And maybe, you know what, maybe it's not people, maybe it was me. Maybe I was looking at gratitude being synonymous with happiness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I found that that's actually not the case. There's a reframing that happens. Yeah. Yeah. And, And we learn that gratitude includes even having the time to address the grief. Gratitude includes the love that we got to know. Yeah. Gratitude includes having one another in a healthy uh, state of mind and 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 available for one another, right? Mm-hmm. Like I have gratitude that our marriage endured and and actually thrived and grew and 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 deep the mm-hmm. the love grew deeper, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm grateful for that. Yeah, I'm just I'm incredibly grateful for that. But gratitude. It doesn't dissolve other feelings. It mm-hmm. just gives you, I guess, the the ability to hold them all mm-hmm. as I hold all I can now, right? <laughs> Literally and figuratively as he holds Kamali. <laughs> a very pivoting Kamali. A very pivoting Kamali. Who thinks she's interested in everything else. But I also just want to say courageously that the gratitude that folks hear me talk about I'm not going to stop. The gratitude isn't going to stop. If I know anything about surviving a storm, it's that you must have gratitude uh, to get through. There's another affirmation that says, my heart days taught me how to approach all days. Mm -hmm. So that's why I hold on to gratitude the way I do. For the days that it seemed very fleeting, for the days that it seemed so far from me. I still hold it, but I'm holding a lot of things, and that's the reality. That's the reality. Today, today just feels like the day that I acknowledge I've been holding a lot, and not necessarily in, but just holding it is exhausting. Yeah. Just holding it. Yeah. I recognize that. Each each new day, without Kamayu physically present, is going to be its own, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to feel the same way that I did yesterday or the day before. That is such an empowering sentence and reminder that just because I feel a, yeah, Kamali, just because I feel a new feeling today, uh, that's what today brings. It doesn't mean that I don't have the knowledge or the past experience of the feelings of the past. It's just that today's feeling is different. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I don't get to carry yesterday's feeling through today. 
And sometimes it's a continuum, right? It is. It all feel good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But admittedly, I'm recognizing that today's feelings are different. And that's what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at a wall in our home. And it says we're having a baby Bailey girl. And Kamayu's due date was September 23rd. So there's just things that I can't change. I can't change the calendar. I can't change the way my body remembers. Mm-hmm. I can't change. So that's why today I just feel a lot of things. And I'm okay with it too. I'm not trying to change what I feel. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that pregnancy after loss, parenthood after loss includes many feelings. Yes, there is a lot of joy, a lot of changes, but Kamayu is like forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I appreciate you saying that and making room for that, babe. And Kamali. Kamali too. <laughs> here here you go. I know. I'm doing it. I keep doing it. I don't know if she's like liking it or she's fussing you out. She's like, <laughs> get my name right. <laughs> we gonna see. We'll find out, won't we? Um, I imagine this may continue. I you know y'all y'all know I grew up in a large family. And it literally took like six iterations before they actually called my name. <laughs> Every name was called before my name. And then I was supposed to know that you were talking to me. <laughs> well, I was looking right at you. And and I also heard you call other people's name. I don't know who you were talking to. <laughs> well, I'm grateful that I can still continue to say her name, even if it's accidentally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm glad their name sounds pretty close. Absolutely. I don't know in what direction we should take this conversation. I know we we were talking about gratitude, the reframe, and also just all of the different feelings that we're feeling and recognizing them, making room for them. I know that you said you were feeling it in your body. And from what I understand, that happened today for the first time. Um, I also want to say that you start off by saying you were very grateful for the Black Love Podcast Network. I want to second that for me because what I experience is grief is, is not only sad, it's revealing its love. Uh, but the time that I can make for my grief to understand it, I feel less sad when I'm exploring my grief versus when it's just on my mind, but I can't get to it. I feel less sad when I'm exploring my grief. Yeah. Versus like when it's just, I feel most sad when my grief is present, but I have to function at another level and ignore it. Got it. Right. When there isn't room for it. Right. I feel most sad and it drains my battery immediately. It's just like depleting. When I get to spend time examining my grief, 
although I feel sadness, sadness isn't my dominant feeling. Mm. When I explore my grief, I find things in there. Mm -hmm. I find the love in there. I find the reframe in there. I find the gratitude in there. Mm -hmm. I find the missing in my body. I find how to sit down and maybe just write it out. Mm -hmm. I find Mm -hmm. other things when I can explore my grief. Mm-hmm. But I feel most sad when I don't explore my grief mm-hmm. because I have to yeah. function in another uh, capacity. Mm. So I think what I learned, even in this episode, is I came in feeling so many things. And as I got to talk about them, it helped me hold them. And I'm not as exhausted in holding them insofar as I'm exploring them. Yeah. Because exploring my emotions is an act of self-love, even the emotions that don't feel good. Mm. It's still self-love. So even if I explore those emotions, I am doing the work necessary to love myself. Yeah. That empowers me. Yeah. Versus just feeling like these feelings are overwhelming. I don't know how to explore them. And they're weighing me down. Mm. Oof, so courageous. And oof. <laughs> I love that you demonstrate a willingness to do that. I have found that I've learned that about myself after sitting, I think, too long and with the grief and not exploring it. And it catapults me into writing. And then that's when the writing comes up mm-hmm. with all of the the uh the screams and the, you know, mm-hmm. all of all of the emotions, which I find to be Healthy, mm-hmm. of course, but that has been my experience that I have learned to be open to. I love that we have experiences that are different. I love it for the sake of our own life, but also for the listeners. They get very different uh, experiences through us. And right. I think that's important to, to, to say, right? Yeah. We had a conversation with our therapist and she noted that Korea and I experience challenges differently and that's okay for us to that we hold them differently and i think you know i don't know what the expectations can be in different marriages but i am grateful that even in the differences that kareem and i share around how we grieve there has been room made for both of us to do it in the way that we need to. Um, Rather than if his grief doesn't look like my grief, then that means he's not grieving right. Or he's his grief. The way he's grieving is less than the way it should be. I don't know if that even makes sense. What I'm trying to say is that it looks different and that's okay. And we also know that what, Difference, difference doesn't, doesn't mean, mean deficit. deficit. It should be a hashtag now. Hey, you got it. You got to rehearse the <laughs> no ones and rehearse the game. I even talk about rehearsing the no ones can be exhausting, but I'd much rather be exhausted from rehearsing the no ones than exhausted from running through the feelings one after the other and not knowing how to process them. So yeah. I'll take this as my work for the day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like what you all experienced was real time parenting and reframing. I knew that if I was, if Kamali's expression of who she is was frustrating to me, then it isn't Kamali, it's me. Mm. Right? That means I am over capacity. I'm experiencing a challenge. It's me. It's not Kamali. So I took a deep breath and I reframed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I stood up 
Yeah. Because I want to do this. I want to explore the feelings. I don't want another feeling to overwhelm another feeling. And then you just feel more overwhelmed. I want to do the work. I want to lean into it. I want to. Yeah. And it helps to have that posture in seasons of difficulty. Mm-hmm. Knowing how to lean into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, leaning into the process, leaning into what that that looks like, maybe even creatively. I'm just finding a way to lean into this next part mm-hmm. <laughs> of sharing. And I, I don't know, Rhea, you want to? Well, yeah, I, I, I know how to. <laughs> I learned that from another parent. <laughs> I learned that coffee is sometimes called parent juice. Okay? <laughs> I didn't know that. And... That's right. When we were when we were walking with Kamali, and I, he had his baby. I think it'll feel good later to maybe get a little bit of late parent juice. We might need some parent juice today, and then maybe we can just take a ride to Target. How okay, I like. Hey, you know I love to go to Target. We've been going to Target for a long time. It's one of my favorite places to go. <laughs> I remember back in school, Felicia would often go to Target. Because she was getting her furniture, uh, some of her furniture collection there. Yeah. So this is back in our college days. Shout out to Hamp University. Yeah. And matter of fact, shout out to all the HBCUs uh-huh. and all uh-huh. the students who are figuring out homecomings, if they're happening, if they're not. Yeah. And all the people that are supporting the HBCU students. I want to give a special acknowledgement, matter of fact, to Target um, for their work in investing in uh, Black legacy and Black future. Target mm-hmm. has a partnership right now with the HBCUs. Uh, to really cultivate the next generation of black talent. You know what I mean? And I think it's dope because uh, what stories will they tell? Yeah. Right? What stories will they tell about what it was like in college at that time and this time, right? Post-pandemic. And I just want to say big ups to Target, big ups to the HBCU students. Mm -hmm. We're going to celebrate your legacy, invest in your future. Together, we are black beyond measure. And you can visit target.com backslash Black Beyond Measure to learn more. I'm with that. Yeah. And and now suddenly, all I can think about are the colors and the scents <laughs> that Target come with. <laughs> that smell of popcorn. And yeah. I miss that. I imagine comforting for some and a reminder of other feelings for others. <laughs> but. So is, so is living, right? That's, that's living. We are um, living. <laughs> Felicia's father celebrated his 73rd birthday recently. Mm-hmm. And I walk up to him and I tell him happy birthday. And he tells me, yeah, well, you live to be 73 and see how it feels. And I thought to myself, you tried to stump me <laughs> because you know that I'm, I'm not 73 right now. <laughs> but to show you that life is full of different experiences, right? Mm-hmm. It's like we so easily say happy birthday. And sometimes for folks, for different reasons, birthdays are the days they have the struggle finding the happiness. Mm-hmm. It can remind you of something. It can remind you of a date in the past or where you thought you'd be. Mm-hmm. So I just want to extend the amount of grace, a big amount of grace for all the listeners who 
have unique relationship with dates like birthdays or children's birthdays or holidays or even the seasons change, Mm -hmm. right? We're now in fall and we, I understand how the seasons changing does affect people and their wellness and their mental health. Mm -hmm. So I just want to extend a great deal of grace and love for folks who are interacting with today's date differently than they plan. Thank you. Oh, that touched me. (laughs) And I take a deep breath with it because we are feeling all of the feels. All of them. And I consider myself blessed to feel them all. Hey, that's righteous. To feel them all. I pray it makes me a better father, a better teacher, a better husband. To know the variety of experiences life can give you. I hope that it evolves me. Mm-hmm. So then I'm a better teacher, a better student, better father, better husband. Mm-hmm. Even a better son. I think I do a good job, but you know what happens when I can extend more patience. Mm-hmm. How does that shift dynamics? Mm-hmm. Boy, what a reminder today has been. <laughs> we just moving through it. Moving through it. Well, we appreciate you joining us today. It's been a pleasure. To all my angel parents, to all my families, reconfiguring the calendar to all my folks just trying to figure it out Mm -hmm. I extend to you massive love and abundance of grace I really want to thank you all for tuning into this episode of Soul Affirmations this real time processing thank you for making room for Felicia and myself Kamayu and Kamali on cue, just like I thought. Until we come together again, may we all love more abundantly. Thank you to our executive producers, Cody and Tommy Oliver. Thank you to our producer, Crystal Hill. Until next time, Fee. Peace. Peace.